two, one, I'm gonna start again. Three, two, one, go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Force podcast, a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is season two, episode 12, and today we are going to be focusing more on the other nerd whimsies side of this podcast. Uh, we decided to talk about the last episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which would be episode four, The Whole World is Watching, because we thought it was really good. But before we get into that, there's an anniversary that these two guys are celebrating because I didn't get to go goose yes it is it is I mean I, I hadn't even realized the fact that it was the anniversary of this but thanks to the Twitter dumb and everyone that you know is keeping track of these things for us uh, realized that it is indeed the second anniversary of Star Wars Celebration Chicago uh, which doesn't seem like it was that long thanks COVID for ruining everything and <laughs> not letting us get yeah, together last, last year. year. <laughs> nope. Like, yeah, who, who knows how time works anymore? Like for me, <laughs> yesterday, sometimes I think yesterday, sometimes it was a year ago. Uh, it's been, it's been, it's been insane. Uh, Star Wars Celebration Chicago, which was the second time for me going to a Star Wars convention uh, after the first time in Orlando that we went all of us together to try it. It was the triad, <laughs> and then Chicago, which is my current town. So I didn't have to travel for it, which was fantastic. Saved me some monies there. <laughs> and I, we saved also on getting a hotel or anything like that because I slept on the yes. couch. It was a very exactly. comfortable one. So, so it was it, it was great because we had 66.66666% of the of the triad there. 33.333 decided not to go. It's fine. Uh, maybe we can rectify that in Anaheim. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, although, although, although we did save that money on going and not having a hotel, I did think we paid the price socially a little bit because obviously we weren't yeah. there in the heart of nerddom yeah. and seeing all the other uh, kids, you know, have fun with their with their wars of the stars. Uh, but it was fantastic. It was it was a great experience, and obviously uh, missing it dearly since we had it scheduled last year. <sighs> to go to yeah, Anaheim and, and then go to mm -hmm. Galaxy's Edge and do all the fun things. But now we're, you know, hunkered down and still at home. But thankfully, gonna at least personally, I'm going to get vaccinated this week. So some normalcy is in the horizon. I think uh, now you're vaccinated. Well, I don't I'm know vaccinated. If you are yet. Soon. 422. Then we'll be nice. <sighs> almost almost there but for more deep i mean we've already done an episode on star wars celebration where we discussed all of this all of our experiences in detail which was our second episode if not mistaken of our first season uh, what yeah. does the d stand for uh, <laughs> one of the best episode titles ever probably uh, so if you want to <laughs> know more about that please go and check that out that was before we were on video on the youtubes uh, but the audio is still available <laughs> for you to listen on the YouTubes and anywhere you can receive your podcasts. Uh, but with that, I think we move ahead onto our other Disney property that is currently <laughs> dominating the uh, not only social media discourse, but you know the streaming uh, services. Apparently, it's the most streamed show uh, ever, so much beating out WandaVision and The Mandalorian. Really? Uh, wow. Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier, which I'm surprised. I didn't think, it, like, I mean, I guess it was going to. I ex like now in hindsight I expected it, but for, I don't know. 
I wasn't as excited <laughs> for Falcon and Winter Soldier as I was for One Division. Yeah. yeah. So, which is why I think we haven't hadn't done an episode on it yet, as opposed to One Division, where we did a couple episodes of yeah. two or three because we really like that show. But Falcon and Winter Soldier seems so derivative of like all the Marvel superhero yeah. things we've already that seen. That they've already yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Not that it's gonna be bad, but it's not gonna, yeah, you know, not gonna give us anything that we haven't seen before. But I mm-hmm. think last episode was particularly good in like establishing a little bit more of a real discourse in terms of like what comic book movies and media of this type can start giving us instead of just like pure entertainment and subtext. Mm-hmm. I think this episode was a lot about text and <laughs> subtext. It's like, here's the text, let's read it. Yeah. And we felt that it was a little, it was poignant enough to finally just do an episode where we can just discuss everything mm-hmm. so far, but particularly where we've left off with episode four. So with that, yeah. well, Nani and Mo, take it, take it <laughs> and uh, give us your thoughts on the show so far as a whole. Yeah, well, obviously there's, uh, I think we talked about it a little bit before we haven't dedicated an episode to it, but uh, we had talked about that they get so close to these social issues, but sometimes they just don't pull the trigger completely. They got a little bit closer with this episode with it. I actually really enjoyed that discourse at the beginning about supremacy that uh, Zemo does. By the way, Zemo has become my favorite character. I mean, I I always liked him from the beginning, but he was... (laughs) Yeah, but he was kind of underused. And then and this time we're getting- he's got some sweet dance moves too. Can and Scott, yep. dance moves. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, he's become this like really, really good character who, you know, is supposed to be the bad guy, but he's turning out to be more of an anti-hero because in this episode, he's basically the one, the only one that got anything done was Nemo. I mean, but and- The only one that got anything, yep. Yeah, anything. and you can tell that he's not this like hypocritical kind of bad guy like he sticks to his guns like Mm -hmm. he hesitated nothing at all to destroy Mm -hmm. the super serum he just saw he's like Mm -hmm. i have no ulterior motives i am destroying this shit so so that whole um when he starts talking about supremacy i was i thought it was super interesting that it's like just only wanting to become a super soldier means you're going to end up a supremacist like you already have those Mm -hmm. ideals within you if that's what you're searching for and i think it was very well explored with the character of you know Mm -hmm. fake captain america now what's his uh john walker uh and how he evolves throughout that oh my god what an ass (laughs) i mean i you have to give props to the actor because he really makes you just hate that guy just with like a look it's like oh, Kurt, he's arrogant. Kurt prayer. Russell's son, oh. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. I did not know that until I did not I know that. Yeah. Wow, he's he's so, really good. So in a way, with this also kind of meta <laughs> because he's living in the shadow of Captain America, just like he's kind mm-hmm. of living in the shadow of his parents. But whatever, I don't think they meant that. Because <laughs> oh, but it works. It's a good point, though. But maybe, maybe, maybe that repressed like <laughs> like with the, the the shadow of the of the parents. <laughs> It's like, yep, that's yep. intense. This brings the character <laughs> to life. I mean, it, it, because it's it's one of those like characters that you just want to punch in the face, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just constantly, all yeah. the time. Like Jared Leto <laughs> in real life, but uh, this is a uh, just in a, in a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> but going going back a little bit to Simo, uh, I'm kind of. I mean, I think it's the same thing Marvel has been doing. Uh, so uh, 
since a couple of movies ago, because one of the big criticisms that Marvel has always had with all of its movies uh, to, a, to like until a couple of films ago was that all the villains were kind of generic and they were just like a carbon copy of the hero, just like, you know, just Inverted, evil version. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. really any good motivation and not someone you care about, especially because they're just killed off and onto the next villain. And yeah. obviously with Thanos, with Killmonger, uh, obviously uh, now with Zemo, uh, Marvel's kind of like starting. Right, Loki was the first one we actually yeah. didn't kill the first movie and kept uh, going. Uh, but like all these <laughs> heroes kind of start bringing back uh, the moral, like morally dubious villain because they all, I think, all those villains I mentioned, Thanos, Killmonger, and now Simo in particular are villains that aren't wrong. Their motivations yeah. are are pure, and the things that they seek are actually, if you kind of think about it, is they're 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 right in what they want, and especially in Black Panther, when you see what even Black Panther realizes that by the end, it's like, oh yeah, you were right, and kind of we were wrong. So Simo's kind of doing this in the show now, where it's just like he's in a way the voice of reason and the counterbalance to uh, Falcon and Bucky in that sense where he's the one that wants to do the right thing but maybe in the wrong way mm -hmm. or like have that point of view that might not be the 100% complete correct thing but at least the thing that challenges the heroes in terms of like what their uh, beliefs actually are maybe more so than John Walker is doing uh, for uh, both uh, Bucky and, and the Falcon with Sam uh, but I'm just worried that Marvel will just keep doing the same thing where it's just like oh the villain that now is outshining kind of the hero but because they're right but then they have to be in the wrong somehow I mean somehow yeah and then cool. villainize him in another way yeah I mean it's cool until yeah. you keep doing the same thing I, I think for mm -hmm. now it's working though mm -hmm. Zemo obviously is. I like I like the retcon that they did before. He was just like a soccer dad with his kids and you know lost his family in Sokovia. And now it's just like, nah, you know, actually I have I'm a baron and I have a private jet. <laughs> uh, and I wear yeah. dope ass fur coats uh, yep. and have like stashes of cars everywhere. So like, okay, I, yeah. People work people complain it because nerds will fucking complain about anything. It's like, oh, but you know, this is a wreck. Who cares? This is this is a story awesome. cool. This is the mask yeah. cool. Shut the fuck up. Let's enjoy yep. this. And he tricks children with Turkish delight, just like the witch from Narnia. Yeah, he didn't trick them, right? He's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fair trade. I mean, but 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 it's a good Simo, like this whole, it goes in line with the whole episode because the mm -hmm. whole episode was about giving like that viewpoint to those that are usually not represented in society. Mm -hmm. And who other than kids who are treated as nothing the lesser mm -hmm. the lesser one that they have nothing to contribute mm -hmm. refugee fact, kids more so yeah refugee yeah. kids more so when in fact it it was the wisest move like Simo did to like treat them as equals like okay here's i'm yeah. giving you candy for for just information it's not like he's using them or anything so yeah I, and not coming so, up like the police like um like sam and uh, Bucky did like they they were coming in like oh we're invading you you're the outsider there's no way we're gonna tell you but then Simo immediately is like oh here's some candy this was my friend are you gonna tell me and then even hints these guys are bad guys don't yeah, listen don't, to don't, them don't listen just to you know the, promoting this like bonding between them and he knew exactly how to do it and then 
that makes you really sad because you know it's about the fact you know he was a father and you know mm-hmm. when he says that the, you know Turkish delights were his son's favorite I was like well mm-hmm. he's he's become a very compelling character in oh, my yeah. opinion so mm-hmm. I mean he always was but well, now that you get to see him in action for you know more it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it's been really well done um and going back to what you were saying uh goose about these villains that they weren't wrong and here you see that thanos wasn't necessarily wrong i mean all these people that have become refugees or or like one of them calls it um internationally displaced persons because Mm -hmm. that's the problem they're not seeking refuge for something they have just been displaced from the Mm -hmm. life that they found in those five years during the blip and you can see that you know the planet came together borders were eradicated all these people were able to you know find jobs and families and everything Mm -hmm. and then they make such a big deal of bringing everybody back because we're seeing it from the side of the heroes and those heroes are grieving because they lost family and everything and you're rooting for them to bring everybody back but now you're seeing the consequences of bringing everybody back and it's affecting not just this refugees but it's affecting sam's family as well who is finding himself now incredibly in debt and and uh, going through horrible situations so they weren't wrong so it's really cool to see it from you know the, the other perspective like you know from a certain point of view who's the good guys who's the bad guys i mean which which could be maybe that's what's even though like oh yeah it's the same that we thought like marvel like the same marvel but mm-hmm. it's it's the same marvel with more viewpoints yeah and more so so maybe it's actually directed to those like the audience is meant to like recognize oh wait this is not my only viewpoint mm-hmm. which i mean let's be honest no like probably the biggest audience are it's a u.s american uh viewership that hasn't been seeing this different type of viewpoints that are just haven't never been portrayed so having mm-hmm. like the same t- template but with like extra layers I think makes it like slightly interesting and yeah. just like the regular movie because you're mm-hmm. you're now layering everything like even you're you're blurring the lines of like oh this like what's right what's wrong it's like it's now it's like okay what what's the most important like beneficial cause uh, which is and then it, it touches on a lot of like the weak points of our society mm-hmm. like it, it, it goes hand and I, I think like that's what I liked also like about the whole show this episode mm-hmm. that it it just kept like layering itself mm-hmm. like it, it was like deeper and deeper and it's like okay I, I, I kind of want to see where this is going and then yeah, you because have, you like, start uh-huh. sorry sorry I interrupted no no <laughs> go for it I, I was just gonna <laughs> add like one other thing but <laughs> No, that I I love the layer thing because they start with like the whole the supremacist thing about the super soldiers, and then you get mm-hmm. the whole uh, when Carly's talking to one of her subordinates, and the subordinate being like, "I never thought I would see another Captain America till you, somebody that looks different, somebody that knows our pain," and that gets repeated mm-hmm. again when Carly has the conversation with um, Sarah, Sam's sister, and she says that she didn't choose Captain America, like. America doesn't represent me right now. America doesn't mm-hmm. understand my world. Why right. would I support their mascot? Yeah. And then you yeah. think back and even Captain America, Steve Rogers, originally, he was just supposed to be propaganda. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, 
put the white man there, give him superpowers, and that mm -hmm. that's your hero, and that's what it's supposed to look like, and it's the same that they did with Superman, and it's like mm -hmm. the superheroes always looking exactly the same. And this episode starts to talk about, you know, why do the superheroes always look the same? Especially when the one that actually received the shield was Sam, but he mm -hmm. was too, he didn't find himself worthy himself. Even though Steve mm -hmm. found him worthy, he didn't think he was worthy and he gave yeah. it back. So I love that exploration of why do superheroes always look the same? I, I mean, and it, sorry, what are you saying? No, 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 go for it. Uh, I was just, because I, I mean, to tie into what both of you were saying, I think one of the, to start with what you were saying, Mo, I think it's very interesting how the show is framing those things that we've all been talking and especially watching it after uh, Justice League in particular, because it's a completely different way of framing superheroes, the way Zack Snyder was doing in that movie versus what uh, Marvel is doing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, where Justice League, and I think DC as a whole, tends to do this it's like the mythification and the, the, the putting putting the hero in this god-like position where they're like the new gods the greek gods the roman pan like the gods of modernity right and they're like above humanity they, i mean and i think some of the justice league animated films like they're the the hall of justice is in space and everything so they're literally yeah. above <laughs> it is. Uh, the yeah. world saving the world <laughs> but detached from it and you can see that a lot in Zack Snyder's Justice League it's just like they're fighting for the world but they're you know you don't see them among the world so their problems are bigger than 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 us right the little people so to speak uh, which is exactly the plebs uh, uh, which is one way of framing it right uh, not that it's wrong but it's a different discourse right that we're talking about mm -hmm. when we talk about it that way and Marvel in a way with the TV shows in particular, I mean, with the movies too, like the movies try to keep that human aspect of them uh, alive, especially by not having their identities be secret, by then having like yeah. exposed identities, they're already uh, interacting with their society and you see the consequences of their actions in those societies in kind mm -hmm. of a more direct way that hu not yeah. only humanizes them, but you can start making more poignant and direct comparisons to any real world uh, discussions we might be having, which I think is an important thing that film and media should do in general, period. But with the shows in particular, One Division and now Falcon and Winter Soldier, we kind of get even more intimate. You know, it's like we keep moving down the strata of like the Justice League, you know, space and dark side and Marvel movies is like, you know, Earth fights with uh, mm -hmm. alien armies, but in New York and now with Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like, okay, now in the street. Uh, so yeah. it's like you kind of go down these scales and you relate to the show in a different way and especially this one because it's so like I was saying in the beginning there's no subtext it's like direct <laughs> text which like goes yeah. back into what you were saying Nani which is how do we relate with these heroes that we've always yeah. seen in movies as kind of literally in movies right we have in a, in a giant fucking movie screen where there's like yeah. I don't know how many feet tall and like tower over us and now we're watching them on the tv you know they're they're right there in our living rooms with us and we see them have our problems all of a sudden and see that mm -hmm. they're going through different things and that not only makes us empathize with them at least personally I empathize with them more by seeing them in my living room going through their <laughs> things as I'm going through things but then mm -hmm. kind of the things that they're going through right Bucky's going through his PTSD 
mm-hmm. uh, from war and being brainwashed. And then Sam, you know, is going through a lot of issues that, you know, African-Americans yeah. go through every day. And just because he's a hero doesn't mean that he's exempt from it. And to yeah. that point, uh, I'm kind of doing a side and just say like, fuck all these little fanboys that don't like media representing uh, other people other than what they see in the mirror. It's like, hey, you've had, you've had your chance. Uh, this isn't being woke. Uh, yeah. This is just like representation. <laughs> yeah. and, and it matters yeah. because as the show was saying, now it's like, what do heroes look like for other people that aren't cis white males? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important thing that the show is doing. I think that's why Seymour is compelling because he is a cis white male, but he, you know, is, he still sees the wrongness. He's aware in it. and is, yeah, yeah. is able to see what's wrong with it. And methods, maybe not the best, uh, but at least he, he sees and we get to see that perspective. And, but how satisfying was it to see the Dora Milaje just fucking kick? Oh my God. Fake, that was fake just in America's ass. Just like, uh, just like Mo was saying, like this guy, you just want to punch in the face every time he's on. Mm. And then when they show up and this dude is so condescending, he just like hats her like, oh, I'm here to calm you down. And then they just kick his ass. Just, first of all, that fight scene was choreographed amazingly. It's just, it's beautiful to watch. Ooh. I love that they're not doing the shaky cam that, you know, sometimes yes. Marvel does. And they it brought was, the, the, the music from Black Panther into it. Like, yeah, it was wow. so good. And then I love how at the beginning, like Bucky and Sam aren't even interfering. They're like standing back. It's like, dude, you, you had this coming. You don't talk to these women like this. I mean, what did, what, who do you think you are? Just because you have the title of Captain America doesn't mean you stand in his shoes like yeah you. but i think the important part about that wasn't just that and what they said was uh, john walker's attitude was it john walker? i always forget his name every time i say john walker i think of black label and i'm like that can't be right uh, <laughs> uh, but uh we were saying that he was condescending but it was yeah. particularly telling and obviously again text not subject text yeah uh, captain america america yeah. telling uh, yeah. you know these African ladies like hey yeah. you don't have jurisdiction here but yeah. it's kind of like yeah but you... we have jurisdiction wherever we are and where do you get your jurisdiction from because but, but, um, but America, America but America yeah. always thinks World they police. have jurisdiction and gets anywhere and do whatever they can but then when someone else that doesn't look like them does it there's a problem yeah. and it's like oh okay I see what you World did police. there Marvel yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But and, then and, and he gets his ass handed to him huh? Yeah. yeah, like destroyed, completely destroyed. I mean, even at the end, he's just like, and they weren't even super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, my ass destroyed. And then, I mean, they took the shield from him. They could have totally mm-hmm. kept it. They, it's vibranium. They could have been like, this belongs to us now. You haven't earned this. You, It was really easy for me to take this from you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that was actually really surprising is that they can take off Bucky's arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, like- that was I know. And it's, there's a lesson there too. It's like, don't be too over-reliant on your, you know, mm-hmm. toys or your gadgets or anything. Cause as soon as he lost his arm, he was just like so shocked by it that he couldn't really do anything else. Like, so I'm sitting back here. Well, I, I guess he knew yeah. he was going to every yeah, he's like, ass beat him, so it's like I know. <laughs> I know, but I think it, it also calls into question that arrogance of, you know, you're an Avenger, but it doesn't mean you're indestructible as well mm-hmm. so i think it, it's good you know pointing these flaws in your superheroes as well so yeah but that that fight was amazing though it was so good yeah and, and then again it's another layer of like mm-hmm. uh, 
the female versus the males. Like mm-hmm. it, it was literally three females versus like four males. And then like being like working oh, together. Working together. Yeah. Yeah. While they're each one was just like beating their ass by themselves. Well, and yeah, then, but they were a part of the team where like all the guys were kind of doing all over the place. They all had individual yeah. goals, right? So yeah. They weren't yeah. fighting with the common goal in mind. Yeah. And then Simo, genius that he is, pulls on El Chapel. Yeah. And <laughs> Just, I like that they actually said that. It's, it's I like, know. Marvel, you can't pull these references because then I'll have questions. Like, wait, this is the real world. Uh, yeah. But, so that means there's a real chapel. Does that mean that the, yeah. uh, too many consequences, Marvel? You get not too many. Otherwise, uh, I'll just get confused. Yeah. But it keeps, I'm, I'm it's another, yeah. huh? Because that, that he that just now, escapes. Well, well, because now you have like, like Ayo, like going after, like I want to see yeah. like, like Ayo, like confronting Simo, which is interesting. A and C, they're getting together. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's something into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, Simo. Conspiracy? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> like QAnon. Simo. Right now. It's like oh. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, hey. that, that documentary <laughs> is amazing on HBO. No, by the way. No, I stopped. I couldn't watch beyond the first episode. I got to. I was like, oh fuck this shit! I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was i remember the only time i've ever felt like that watching a documentary was like maybe in high school i was watching a documentary on the history channel back when the history channel was about history and mm-hmm. it was documentary about, about aliens white, about white exactly it was about white supremacists and neo-nazis in america like i could not see the whole thing i'm like this is too fucked up so fuck it this is yeah the q on one out. is really yeah. screwed up it's so screwed up well, well, anyway yeah. we're off topic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well john walker's uh, you know john walker oh john walker john walker is a perfect example of that guy that is just becoming a complete supremacist i mean mm-hmm. yeah that guy just just the ends justify the means yeah. yeah i mean it's and it's also uh continues the conversation about you know supremacy and um when sam told um carly that they were thinking that she's a supremacist mm-hmm. i mean her reevaluation of herself like he almost had her like mm-hmm. in that conversation right there like making her reevaluate what she's becoming and she was already thinking about it because she'd already recovered more serum and she was expecting to expand her army so mm-hmm. she was already on that path is already on that path obviously because john walker came in and fucked everything up and you know interrupted <laughs> sam and now she doesn't trust anybody but but it's that conversation of you know superpowers our superpowers you know the answer yeah mm-hmm. but you don't because why why you make uh superheroes you're always going to get super villains like everything's going to escalate i mean even i think it's alfred that says it to bruce in dark knight mm-hmm. that it's like what did you expect to happen you crossed the line first when you became batman yeah. did you expect or... the bad guys to not retaliate or escalate or depend on somebody as insane as joker it's going to mm-hmm. happen you get super Vision. you get superheroes Vision says it in either Civil War or or Age of Ultron. I forgot what movie, but Vision also says that mm-hmm. that their very strength and power invites the challenge. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the you know it's a it's an interesting thing about like what does and it's a Spider Man thing, right? Power requires responsibility, and like that power mm-hmm. will will be matched, and like what do you do when that power is matched? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so far with the super serum, it the results have always been negative except for steve rogers who was never actually corrupted and now you have bucky 
who was because he was completely used as a weapon of war, but he was, you know, brainwashed to do it. And now he's having to mm -hmm. deal with all that backlash of it. And, and somehow he is, you know, slowly coming out of that. But I mean, he was used as a massive weapon of war for decades. That's well, what Eskrin, Dr. Eskrin said in Captain America First Avenger, right? The serum mm -hmm. is like you, you put, you, you have good and you put, you put, and you get better out and you have bad and you get worse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's all about the character of the person inside. Uh, as we saw, obviously, with Captain America versus Red Skull, and now, like, yeah. OG Steve Rogers, Captain America versus uh, douchebag McQuack, uh, John <laughs> Walker, Captain America. Well, and the sad thing is that he actually has the conversation with his friend, with Lamar, yeah. about, you mm -hmm. know, power and, and the serum. And the friend says it, too. I mean, power, yeah, makes people more of themselves. But mm -hmm. John Walker himself admitted that they had made very questionable decisions during the war. Which so, is, I, I thought that was a good layer to add, like how in our society, oh, you're, you know, you, you have like this, all this metals in, out of war. Yeah. But what did it imply? It implied mm -hmm. the death of probably other people. Mm -hmm. Like it implied trauma. It implied your friends losing their family it implies a lot of things and then we celebrate that as mm -hmm. like oh that's an achievement yeah. you're a hero yeah you're a hero and then it's it's like that that same logic like it skewed his reasoning it was like well mm -hmm. that means then i'm i'm right because if my society is like giving me power yeah. for all of this then that means my my behavior is the right one to follow mm -hmm. And, and you can see that like on all like that's it. I mean, I, I don't know if there was like if this wasn't pointed out in the episode, but it's it's a very but you can see it in the difference between like Carly and like um fake America. Like <laughs> yeah. Like at Carly second questioned herself during like that conversation with Sam while John Walker pretty much just bias confirmed himself mm -hmm. into like, mm -hmm. okay, then I'll take it because that means I'm right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. If, if, if everybody around me has always told me you're right. Confirmation bias. That's yeah. confirmation bias. Yeah. But uh, uh, to that point, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to that point. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck was I gonna say? Uh, oh, oh, now I remember. Uh, but I think it's an interesting way to see where Carly and, and fake fake Captain America come from because both are in militant groups, but both come from different structures of military groups, right? One is like mm -hmm. the structure of the American military, the Miller, uh, American government, and the other one is kind of militia-esque, and they both yeah. have different ways of operating where fake captain america is following orders because that's what he does and he's a soldier which obviously puts him at odds with steve rogers because steve rogers in winter soldier was going against the government because yeah. the government was doing sketchy fucking things so let's not do those things this cap fake captain america is like oh, no i mean i won yeah. my medals three medals of honor this thing i have to live up to this mantle i will and i'm a soldier i do what i'm told uh he does it without question, which is sketchy to begin with, where uh, yeah. 
on the other hand, what what's what are the quote unquote villains of the show of this show fighting for? They're not fighting for a system. They're not fighting to uh, protect the government. They're kind of fighting to protect the way of life. And it's a pure type of fight in that way. And even she says that at some point, right? And it's like a trope, right? That we see in lots of movies like Beep or Vendetta or whatever, where it's like one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Uh, yeah. So in this case, it's one of those conversations where it's like, what does, like, who, it's not necessarily about who's right, but it's like who, whose means to achieve something are the ones that, you know, will get the best result. Because no one is absolutely right or wrong in this show, except yeah. maybe Sam. I think Sam might be the one paragon here of kind of thinking the yeah. right thing and having the correct method of doing things. But I mean, Simo, Carly, Bucky, they're all uh, working out through their things and they both have reasonably pure intentions and definitely, definite, definitely different ways of approaching them. Mm -hmm. The only one person that's absolutely wrong here is fake Captain America. Uh, because <laughs> he's just one, an ass. Because he's just a white douche. Ugh. And if there's one way to uh, frame it, and like this guy is a major asshole. It's, he's not Captain America, he's a major asshole. It's just like, oh yeah. Of that fucking episode with his yeah. holy shit moment. It's like yeah. Steve's moment in Civil War when he like smashes the, the shield on Cap on uh, Iron Man's reactor, but way different. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that the, final scene. Yeah. How the hell did Disney approve that? That's all I'm gonna say. I yeah, yeah. That was that was aggressive. <laughs> and Adam, do you wanna do the, that final scene right now? Sure. Okay. Well, leading up to that, that fight, that final fight was again a fantastic fight. I mean, the the episode was like really well done in that it, you know, it broached better subjects, but at the same time, the action was fantastic. It kept you engaged the whole time. And then that final mm -hmm. fight, when you first see like fake Captain America and Falcon like approaching the fight together, side what side by side, just like oh, that's so weird watching him be next to this like fake just asshole um mm -hmm. and you could tell like he started getting really twitchy and i was like oh this guy did the super serum he's all twitchy as, mm -hmm. as fuck and and host bando was just like no he's just twitchy because he's a dick and i was like no i'm pretty sure he actually both, both. it's not either or <laughs> well anyway i i called him right away i was like they're gonna kill his friend and he's gonna go batshit crazy and this is what's gonna happen and then obviously it happens but the way I, it's I framed Really? I, no. I was like, as soon as the fighting started, I was like, this is what's going to happen. This is it. And then the awesome thing is like when it actually happens and then Carly and them see his reaction and like run, just run. Mm -hmm. And he has stuff. that scene. Oh yeah. They have that scene where he jumps out of the window and does the superhero landing. And I think that's the first time that he actually yeah. looks like Captain America ever. And then seconds mm -hmm. later, he destroys everything that Captain America stood for in that mm -hmm. one scene. And, you know, not only when he destroys the dude, but then mm -hmm. standing up and that shot from like the bottom with the shield dripping blood yeah. was just, wow. <laughs> it's like, well, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, not in terms of what, like, what he did, but in terms of like how the show was framing it, because mm -hmm. it's obviously, it's obviously a reference to Civil War. And that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Steve is beating the shit out of Tony. And, mm -hmm. and it's framed, I think, the same way on purpose because 
both scenes end in opposite ways. Like Steve one, when he smashes the shield down, he doesn't obviously spoiler alert everybody. He doesn't kill. <laughs> yes. He doesn't kill Iron Man. Yeah. That happens after. Hey, but you know, stops himself from reacting in aggression because he was kind of going ballistic on Tony yeah, he the was, same yeah. way that a fake Captain America was doing. Like um, I forgot the character's name, but um, at the end of episode four. Mm. So they're both having that same visceral reaction of anger and aggression towards mm -hmm. you know one specific person. But where Steve pulls himself back, doesn't mm -hmm. do a killing blow, he actually acknowledges that his reaction was wrong. And what does he do? Mm -hmm. He steps back and drops the shield and walks away and kind of leaves the mantle of Captain America behind yeah. and becomes nomad, right? Where fake Captain America is fucking is beyond. It's like where one was eventually ends up being baptized in water, right? Captain America, and, you know blossoming to be like the hero we need when he yeah. becomes worthy of Mjolnir in Endgame. Uh, yeah. Captain America is kind of baptized in hell, hell In blood. And instead of like <laughs> dropping the shield because he's unworthy, he like embraced like, you know, it's like yeah. it was like bleeding a kyber crystal and turning it red type of shit. He yep. literally bathed the shield in blood and just mm -hmm. embraced like, like became this evil Captain America persona. And I think yeah. what you were saying is very poignant because exactly the camera's like looking below like this you know, yeah. imposing dark yeah. figure standing over his victims, literally. I mean, it was, it was yeah. like it was pretty terrifying way shot. to frame yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, obviously. Shadow, so he's dark. Oof, oof. Yeah. And then, you know, with the world watching, mm -hmm. title drop of the episode. <laughs> but it's this, because you had seen before that even though, you know, he's fake Captain America, just the title itself lends itself to admiration and everything like people were going up mm. to him to get autographs and then suddenly in the scene you see everybody's face is just like shock and horror and nobody knows what to do with themselves i mean this is supposed to be captain america it's supposed to be mm. a hero what do we do now i mean and i wonder how they're going to start the next episode but that was that was a, a fantastic way to frame that and I think it's also a, an important metaphor of the United States in general, because mm -hmm. I think the United States, especially during the era of Trump, has become the bad guy. I mean, I mean let's, let's be let's be let's be let's be real legit here. They have been for a while. Yeah, America yeah. has not been viewed favorably no. by many many no. countries. That's not America. <laughs> oh, I know, and I completely agree. But I think it became even more visceral. I think during the Trump era, because the whole like wanting to close the borders actively and, you know, hating on everybody that's different, just, you know, mm -hmm. more visually and just loudly, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then seeing this image of Captain America, you know, before it was the hero and now it's just like this monster in like a second, you know, mm -hmm. it's, I think it was framed really well. And especially yeah. because, you know, it is, it is a show produced by the United States. So, you know, that they're kind mm -hmm. of, you know, introspecting a little bit i guess yeah but but to, to that point is something that i was going to mm -hmm. mention before and it's like well i do appreciate like this framing that like marvel mm -hmm. has done with the show so far as specifically and particularly with this episode i still feel and i mean who knows how the next i mean because we're at the half point so we only have four episodes left yeah so who knows where we'll go with it no we but, only have like two episodes left it's six it's six i thought it was eight yeah, yeah. no it's six um it's even worse. Hey, but, uh, point, <laughs> I know. The, I don't know how they're going to conclude this. <laughs> the point in being is like this episode, I think it was like this. 
the the second episode i think it's when uh, sam and bucky go to see isaiah down his house and we had like the whole kind of racial profiling thing where the police are gonna arrest sam yeah. and i'm like oh shit yeah. marvel's doing this it's like where's this gonna go and then it goes absolutely yeah. nowhere but then <laughs> yep. it's like it's, that's why i'm a little hesitant about where this is going because marvel has that track record it's just like hey look we're gonna yeah. they get almost talk there. about real shit yeah but then it's like mm-hmm. ah, just kidding it's fine don't, never mind don't think about this too hard this is come on. this is disney uh, so uh, the fact that the show ended with a the Captain America's shield in I know. blood and in gore. Blood. Like, oh, okay. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe this time we'll say something. Fingers crossed. Let's hope. Let's hope they finally that bring they it yeah uh, that they talk about this yeah yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting if they bring like the because like they gave a lot of shit to Wanda because of like her portrayal of what happened and. Uh, Wakanda. Let's see if they give a lot of mm. shit to fake Captain America for intent, like going on a berserker yeah. rage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that gonna affect them? Like how they're gonna spin it? What they're gonna yeah. do? Yep. It's interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, see where it goes and see the repercussions of it moving forward, because obviously with fake Captain America and Zemo and Carly and all these things like so only so many things can be wrapped up uh, obviously like what like WandaVision some things will be left to hey we're gonna yeah. explore this in the future synergy uh, yeah. so looking forward to see how, what things they wrap up yeah. and how to yeah kinda, especially we don't know if there's have, gonna be a season two no we don't know and you also have the huge like question mark on Sharon who has right, been right, showing right. up oh, randomly a little bit, but I mean, you know, something's going on, but you don't know exactly what it is. And, you know, you have the power broker too. It's like, it seems there's a lot of threads still to tie together. Mm-hmm. And if they only have two episodes, I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to do this, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. Um, and now you have, you have Carly who, you know, she already lost another soldier. She lost all the serum that she had. The power brokers hunting mm-hmm. her. Um, she herself was Captain America. <laughs> Berserker Captain America. She was escalating herself. I mean, I think one of the things that was just a really bad idea on her part was to threaten Sam's family. It's like, dude, this guy from the beginning mm-hmm. said he saw something good in you, and he's the only one who's trying to like see your perspective, and then. You threaten his family the first chance you get. That was just low. That oh, was- but I'm I'm calling it now. She will go up to his family. There's gonna be a situation where his family is like directly physically being threatened by her, and they have the they have the showdown of talking reason to 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 her. To it's, Carly, it's mm-hmm. a it's a setup. I hope. I mean, I'm not hoping because if it is kind of predictable, but uh, yeah. it, it seems like that's how it's gonna be framed, and that's how she's gonna you know come back to quote unquote the light. Like Sam mm-hmm. doing his, you know, hey, finish the job, right? That he couldn't mm-hmm. finish because Captain America fucked it up. You know, like do that at that moment. M- mm-hmm. Maybe. I've always been wrong with my theories. So maybe that will happen. <laughs> but well, I mean, Sam, Sam does think that, I mean, she's in the right. Like the fight needs to happen. He's just, she's doing it the wrong way. And she's clearly escalating because that last time she blew up that building, I mean, there were still people mm-hmm. inside and people died. And I think they should say on the radio ones that um, 
one of the guys had just started working there like two weeks earlier or something. So he wasn't mm -hmm. necessarily, you know, responsible for everything that was happening. So clearly she was on this path to escalation and, and now she's mm -hmm. on the run and people on the run and desperate become even more dangerous. So, mm -hmm. I, so I guess we'll see, but, um, we will. we'll have to see. So. Mm -hmm. but it was, it was a good explanation on that. And, and even fake captain America is incredibly annoying as he is, he went into it with good intentions originally. I mean, ish, ish, ish. ish. I think, I but think, but still, it got so in... twisted around. Yeah. I mean, I think his good intentions was worth just to kind of be the best and mm -hmm. an aspiration to be as influential and inspiring as Steve Rogers was, but not yeah. because he wanted to be, I don't know. It was, he, I don't know how to even explain it because not to that say it was that he for self-satisfaction exactly like i don't yeah. know that he genuinely wanted to be it in the sense that like i want to be a force for good mm -hmm. like he was as opposed to i want to be as good as he was so yeah. that i can be at that level type of thing yeah. which kind of poisons the the the, the, the intentions the, yeah the intentions and the and the, mm -hmm. the shield so to speak yeah quite because literally it, did, it poisoned the shield yeah stained it in blood um, so yeah, so I think it was, it was like all self-satisfaction because he, he says it to his friend when they have the conversation, it's like, mm -hmm. I knew we were, you know, heroes and everything, but a lot of things felt wrong. And now being Captain America is the first thing that feels right. And it's just because you live under that shadow of Captain America means I'm a hero, mm -hmm. but you still have to be worthy of the title. So I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and I don't think, I mean, maybe that's the point. He's just going to prove himself unworthy of the title. Yeah, well, he'll be so unworthy that Mjolnir's going to fly from wherever it is to just smack him. <laughs> and just <laughs> for the opposite of worthy. I'm going to hit you and just come back to. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be great. Oh, man. That, that would actually be hilarious. It'll just be a camera. Or, 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 or like, or like and or comes back. and like just burns him. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I missed that. Unworthy. Yeah. Unworthy. Oh my God. And that look of just rage and insanity when he's doing this attack. Oh, he just, yeah, not good. Not good. Mm. And now we have another super soldier with the vibranium shield. Who's <laughs> insane. Yep. Not the best one though. Mm. <laughs> well, it's gonna be interesting. Um, I think that's that's a pretty good recap of the episode. I don't know if you guys want to talk about anything else before we no, sign off personally i think i hit we i think we hit all the big points there yeah i i hope i hope they pull the trigger and wrap every every thread online they've been like getting together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hopefully disney will deliver but who knows yeah who knows yeah and continue this uh what they just started with uh, representation matters and and it matters mm -hmm. what your heroes look like and it matters how you know America itself represents itself, which by the way, it's mm -hmm. the USA because America includes North America, Central mm -hmm. America, South America, and all the islands in between, just, you know, in case you guys right. don't know. <laughs> We're to the wise, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and how he's representing that by being just a hate monger that uses the shield to, the whole point of the shield is that it's a defensive weapon. Yeah, mm -hmm. he throws it at everything, but it's supposed to be like, I shield. And he mm -hmm. used it to just, Smash the shit, you know, not even 
straight up murder. Yeah. yeah, no, and not just like bashing it with the other end and just like, oops, I hit too hard. No, it's using the sharp edge purposely, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, turning I, a defensive I, I weapon into an attack weapon. Yeah, so. I, I wouldn't want to see that, buddy. Whatever happened to Oh, man. That, I bet there's, oof. I bet it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. So, anything else? Or I think we're done. Only well, looking for forward to how they wrap up the show. And then, obviously, as always, we'll eventually get back to talking to Star Wars, as we always do. Uh, we are Triad of the Force. Thank you for listening and watching. Remember to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. And we have awesome shirts on... What is it? The shirts? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's late. I'm tired. Be public. <laughs> yes, uh, search uh, Triad of the Force. You'll find us. We have a link tree on our Twitter, so just look it up. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, and comment. We have 119 and... subs, so just like one more. We get 120. <laughs> it's a nice round number. Yeah. And yeah, and, and comment and let us know what you guys want us to talk about. And I think with that, we're done, right? We love you all. Peace. May the Force be with you.